Hello and welcome to the next ep- this episode of the Daft Dice Project. I'm your host and GM Carnival. I'm joined by the cr- usual crew. Hi, I'm Axe, playing Frank McCree. I am Death, playing Alex Ying. I'm Lola DePuzzle, playing Martha Boyer. I'm Risen, playing Smith Johnson. I'm Torpetypus, playing Agent Kit Coppers. Such powerful names. Yes. So, we last left off the wealthy writer Charles Athanathy has been killed and shit has gone down. So, well, we we left, left off last left off with Agent Kit wanting to go dig a body and what was the other group wanting to do? It was me. Uh, we hadn't decided on anything yet. We were still okay. in the morgue. I just know that I was going with Kit. Yeah. Yes, because you based, had nothing better to do. Based on the notes that I've taken, uh, we did we did receive uh, plenty of information during the autopsy. Uh, uh, we had researched the body, the weapon, bullets, fingerprints. Um, and then uh, the last notes I have come from the records. Uh, records room and that's kind of where we uh where our notes left left off so all right so where do you guys want us go um I mean, do you want do you want to go directly to the date well do you want to have i thought we just ask? start off in the morgue and we talk it over okay mm-hmm. sure. unless torpid and lily you guys want to go great no no you guys determine a thing first Because we, we need to move anyway. It takes time. takes time. Even with Kit Copper's driving skills. Also, all y'all now have a uh, properly formatted uh, point sheet on the... Uh... Thank you very much. Yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All nice and clean. Beautiful. I know. And I gave you all the colors you asked for. That you didn't ask me directly for. Okay, but I like my colors, so I don't care. No, no, I I based it off of the colors you chose on the main sheet. I didn't choose the colors they were chosen for me. Okay, well. <laughs> also, I see you played with the fonts. <laughs> and I got the basic bitch font. <laughs> I, that's, that's the font that was listed. I, I, that's the font that's used on the no. general sheet, you fuckers. No, I gave you the basic bitch font. <laughs> yeah, no, I, didn't, I based it entirely on what it shows on the general sheet. If you want to change it, have fun. Oh no, it's perfect. Uh, also, <laughs> investigate is spelled wrong on pretty much all of them. Actually, I don't care. I just mm-hmm. I didn't type it, so it doesn't matter to me. All right, it's so... me the only one to investigate spelled correctly. <laughs> but yeah, so war team. Well, I think I've seen. Let's see. All I can hear. If you would, Sheriff, I'd like to have a look at the crime scene. That's all right with you. Works for me. We will. We can leave immediately unless you got something else to do here, Agent. I do not. All right, so you guys are going to head back to the crime scene? Mm-hmm. So it's still there. The... 
hopefully well, wouldn't God. have gone anywhere. God, I... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what'd you say? Just, it would be... Just continue. Just if the crime scene got up and walked away. <laughs> so yeah, you still have the notes you got from the previous times looking at the crime scene. Uh, anything specifically you're trying to look for, look at now, Alex? Alright. Did people fingerprint this already? They did, technically, but you have the fingerprinting skill, so now you get to ask the direct questions, so. Alright, what are the key things in this room? So... You see the bookshelf has a shit ton of fingerprints was found on it. Which is, makes sense considering a bunch of the books were stolen from here. Alright. Was that the and Abernathy should... house? Yes, they're at yeah. the Abernathy house. Mm-hmm. So, in doing so, you also can you you would you have a plenty of fingerprints to trace. And then you see Plenty of them here, but on the rug itself, you also have some fingerprints. Wait, no. Rug. Do rugs carry fingerprints? Yeah, whatever. Uh, I've already said it. So. Why not? Sure. They do in this universe. Sure. There's blood. The fingerprints are left in the blood on the thing. It was on the tag. There you go. Mm, yes. Oh, this is interesting. Any other specific things you want to look for as well? Hmm. All right, you said there were, there were books missing. Yes. And what's still there? So it's a general occult collection of different things. You got stuff like soul mitigation. Yeah, the, the, the thing that's specifically missing is Parallel World. But you... Things that are around there are just different books on magic, different things on ancient aliens. Uh, Death, before you keep uh, asking any questions, you should probably consult the uh, notes that were taken, because there were a bunch of these that were answered uh, in the last session. All right. Uh, it should be under player clues doc in the pinned. But yeah. Some clues are more helpful than others. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please don't shit talk me. Well, no, I was just like Charles was alive before he died. You know, I meant the what? coppers needs more manners. <laughs> but yeah did you have any any other questions because those are the general like plenty of different occult things but extra dimensional stuff is gone though as you search it you do find a weird 
that you because you're searching a butt more directly, you feel a weird kind of ink starts to around the edges where books were taken. Hmm. Ah, yes, the special ink. What color is the ink? Black. Hmm. Get a sample of that. You said it felt weird. Weird how? Uh, kind of oily. You get the kind of vagueness of a heart. It's like, it's the faintest of a heartbeat in it. Hmm. Sheriff? Yes. Do you mind stepping over here for a moment? Sure. I step where Alex needs me, I guess. You need to... So, rub the ink between my fingers. There seems to be a ink-like substance on here. It's a bit of an odd quality to it. Do you mind having a look? Uh, sure. Like, what am I, I guess, looking at or trying to determine? So, when you look at the ink, it doesn't look like any ink you've ever seen before. It's kind of just alive, in a sense. Like, it's moving of its own volition? To a degree, like, not enough to where it's, again, it's faint because it's just such a small amount, but it's definitely, like, you know how you, you, when insects, you kind of squish them, they kind of twitch a bit because of the nerves? That's kind of what it's doing. see. It's a very specific frame of reference. Hey, it get the image across. Yeah. So what do you think, Sheriff? Never seen ink like that. Yes. Out that surface tension. Ink tends to not be alive. And this seems to be very much alive, whatever it is. Hmm. you think he was writing with it? One way to find out. Did we recover any books of recent books of his? Uh, let me think. Did we, Colonel? Again, you It's not in the notes. You didn't really so. like the there was nothing really new that you would have to take from the from the books themselves, because they're all like run of the most of them are either run of the mill like occult books or just did he write them or is it someone else wrote them? Oh, these are books that someone else wrote that he bought. All right, are there any books of his that he wrote around? Uh, you do find his journal. Hmm. Mm. Gonna need Which... one of you to take a look at this for me. Tell me what it's. Because... You find you, you found his journal because it was actually hidden in like behind the bookshelf, and that's why it wasn't apparent at first. Well, nothing weird about a man hiding his journal, I guess. 
I guess we should take a look. If I could make a, a group suggestion, if uh, the people who are investigating could actually write down the clues they're finding in their sections. Perhaps. All right. So, all right. So, the how many like there's a bunch of entr entries. So, are you guys looking at the most recent one? Yeah. So the most recent one gives you the tell of just like, well, shit is how this opens. I I'd hope that I'd hope that the last time this happened would have been far enough where it wouldn't have been a problem for me. But it turns out things are about to get fucking wild. I'm glad I made the deal with Marine early enough so in case that I in case I don't make it, we might still have a chance. But I always have to worry, is my family compromised? Well, hopefully, hopefully there'll be people come in soon enough. The, the others will be able to arrive and we won't be, and I won't be doing this alone. It's dated about uh, two days before his death. Fascinating. Hmm. And uh, who's this Marine? The accountant. Hmm. Have you spoken to her yet? No, only very briefly. Um, she was at the party, but she left before anything really could have happened. Hmm. Well, I guess you'd and uh, Asian coppers better ask her about that deal. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, where is coppers? Haven't so, seen him since we sent him off to find those records. Meanwhile, across town. Yeah, meanwhile. So, I'm guessing you guys are at the graveyard, right? Of course. So it's uh, what you would expect from a graveyard in a town that's at simultaneously dying because its its main industry is is gone, but a bunch of rich people are propping it up and starting to try and use it as a touristy site for their getaway homes. Gross. So it's a fairly stocked graveyard. Okay, but so, we've come. Hmm? Yeah, go ahead. So now so we've, we've come prepared. We have a shovel. <laughs> we do. Ooh, no, I just imagine we have a shovel and then one of us has just a spade. <laughs> <laughs> so, since this is a fairly... You find it's 
Weirdly, it's an unmarked grave, but you find an, an unmarked grave right next to where Charles' wife would have been buried. Well, would is buried. Okay. Which, mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess, that's probably your best bet for, as anything, to just where you want to start to dig up, I'm guessing. Let's exhume some motherfucker. Let's do this. Okay. This is why we brought the shovel. <laughs> okay. You can keep the spade. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll I'll make it all nice and tidy. Thank you. So you spend your time. It, you you dig up the person, and then here's what happens when you open up the you, when you open up the casket. It's not a. It's it's an elf. It's like a fucking. A fucking Keebler-ass elf is in the grave. Ha! I knew something was wrong. Whose grave is this again? The guy that died in 1928. On the dock that uh, What's-His-Face saw die. Charles. Charles. Did we get the name on our end? We we did. What was the the name? Charles Abernath. No, it wasn't no, Charles. No, it's it was Harold uh, Johnson. Harold. Yeah. Harold Johnson. Okay. An, an elf? An elf. Keebler elf. Keebler ass elf. Frank just <laughs> looks into the grave. No, Wait, did Frank are... come along? No, I thought Frank was with the other folks. Yeah, you were with where, us, Zach. Where the hell am I then? You were with. Well, you were either with us or you stayed at the station. Well, let's just. I don't think I even established where let's I say, even went. Yeah, let's just say that Axe is with them. Well, I, I thought you were staying with the corpse to do photography while Martha... Oh, Martha? Fuck, I forgot your name. Uh, but yes, my character's name is Martha. Yeah, Martha uh, and I fucked off to the records and then immediately fucked off to the graveyard. Alright. After stopping by the hardware store. Okay, let me just switch this around then. But yes, Keebler ass elf in the grave of Errol Johnson. Errol John. Just immediately, uh, Detective Kit runs back to the car to fetch his Polaroid camera to take some pictures. I just kind I of knew s- it. just kind of stare in amazement and like, well. This is interesting. Has has it rotted, or is it just... Nah, it's... Well, no. It's not rotted, because it's kind of just... Like, it's turned like, you know, like a mannequin, effectively. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, the equivalent of rotting, but just not for... What, what would be for a different species of rot, what rot would be. Okay. Uh. Hmm. I was debating about whether or not I want to poke it. Poke it. Poke it. Poke it. You got the spade. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll like slightly tap it with the spade. It's that part that you you a small bit like chips off like a rock. Okay. 
so of the spade or the the elf? The elf. Okay. Please okay. do not touch the body. Okay. This is this is important. This is very important. And Kit just starts taking picture after picture of the body. Uh, what was the time period of this? Present day. Yeah, present day. W- w- mm-hmm. Would you like me to get up my phone and uh, put on the flashlight for you? <laughs> yes, please. Okay. And, and take, I've got I... the flash on the camera, but you know. Yeah, but sometimes that makes it look weird. Yeah, I mean... Let's be honest, this looks pretty weird already. Yeah, but we want to make it so it's not, like, Earth weird and not wherever Narnia this thing came from weird. (laughs) Does this elf look like it's from Narnia? No, it looks like it's from the North fucking Pole. Either way. (laughs) (laughs) So, are you guys going to take the body, or are you just going to gonna close up the casket first and then we're gonna take the casket alright the question is do we fill in the hole I mean you gotta put it back at some point don't you mm-hmm. yeah but you could just redig it up <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll leave it open for later it's fine <laughs> it's not like that's gonna be incredibly ominous just this giant ass hole in the graveyard. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's fun size because it's a Keebler elf. <laughs> it's right. a fun size crime. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so guys... it's fine. I am above the law. <laughs> so you guys gonna meet up again or are you gonna or do do does the record do the people at the Abernathy home wanna try and go to Marines? Location first. Should or do you probably go to Marines. Or do you want to meet up as? Or no, Marine? we. I have to get um, coppers. Yeah, to get coppers there. Okay, so I guess the full group is at uh, present at this point. Then, so Marie lives in a regular apartment. She's, it's fairly sparse except for a nice TV. Like. A couple of game consoles that all the games you, it, and because she's let you in because it's like you've shown up with police and she kind of already said that she would. But you can see like the only game she really has are fighting games. Wait, should we brief Hoppers on what we found? Yeah. Then yeah. ask his important questions. Sure. Yeah. Let's do that. So I guess on the drive there, we drive from, like, the police station to Lopez's. And on the way, I'm like, we found Abernathy's journal, Agent Coppers. Yes. If you would read quickly the last entry, and maybe a couple of the entries before, to kind of get an idea of what we are trying to, what we're going to ask uh, Miss Lopez. Okay. Got nothing better to do. <clears throat> so what did it say once again? Basically, family is comp- worried about family being compromised. 
shit's happening in a time that he was hoping would not happen while he was alive and made a deal with Marine. Okay. Appreciate we still have the casket of the elf and we just haven't mentioned anything. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Hey, 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 Smith. Hey, Smith. Yes. I found the Keebler fucking elf. You found some cookies? Like, did you go... No, I found an elf! You found an elf. Just... Copper, are you feeling well? (laughs) Did you hit your head? Kit rummages through his pockets and takes out one of the pictures he took. Check it. Like, a Polaroid is one thing, but, like, that could be faked, Agent Coppers. Like, are you trying to pull a prank on me? No, no, I'm I'm actually... Do I look like the kind of person to pull pranks? Agent Coppers, I don't really know what kind of person you are. I, I am nothing but truthful and kind, and I uphold the law to the best of my abilities. Okay, so... Where did you find this elf? A graveyard. You went digging in a graveyard? Bold of you to assume I went digging. But then yes. The digging. Look, we just found a weird discrepancy in the records in may have dug up an elf. You realize that that <laughs> is highly illegal, right? It's fine. I work for the FBI. They still have to get a warrant for <laughs> exhuming someone. It's fine. I'll I'll get it eventually. Don't worry about it. Then what? Like you have yeah. to get a warrant to exhume an elf. Look. Now you've got me questioning. And you know we will talk about this later. I don't want to deal with it right now. <laughs> but be prepared to question a witness when we get to her apartment. I mean, that's that's simple enough. I'm I'm great at that. People love me. That's what you say, but I highly doubt it. Okay. So Before yeah. We go on. Where, Torf, Where do you have the casket? Is it like hanging out of your trunk or something, or what? It's fine. It's not a large casket, so it fits just fine into the trunk. Okay. I'm pretty <laughs> sure a regular sized casket can't fit in a regular sized It's not sized a regular sized casket. It's a Keebler elf. Yeah. But didn't they just put it in a regular sized casket? Yeah, yeah it's no. a Keebler elf sized casket. Yeah, it's a Keebler elf sized casket. They just dug a hole the size of a regular person. Okay, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I, I am <laughs> right. They are three feet fucking tall. <laughs> <laughs> the Keebler elves are canonically three feet fucking tall, which means How- that the casket has to be at least four feet tall to fit them in comfortably. How I many apples is that? Huh? How many apples is that? Comfortable. How many apples is that? How tall are they compared to Hello Kitty? Ah, uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> they're not three feet tall. The commercials always make them look like six inches. You go on Google and tell me they're not three goddamn feet tall. That's what it says in the first goddamn thing. Regardless, Kit is currently driving an SUV. Well, 
gave the keys to Martha, but it's an SUV. Martha's an SUV. Also, Lolo, that's one foot eight inches, according to some the search that I did. So five apples is one foot and eight inches tall. She's shorter than a cabler elf. <laughs> All right. God. Put that down on the goddamn clue sheet. <laughs> you put it there. Fine, I will. <laughs> hey, I watched hey. my ads of this. <laughs> I'll be right back. Three fat fucking tall. Shut the fuck up, Torpid. <laughs> I am not here for your shit tonight. <laughs> anyway, you get to Mar- you get to the apartment, Marine. You you call up to Marine. She's not exactly. She's not surprised to see you. Do you want? Should I actually wait for Risen to get back, or just go ahead? Probably. Probably yeah. wait for Risen because yeah. she's integral also, to the the interviewing process. Okay. Aside- should probably also declare who's all in the scene. So my characters stayed back at the station, so... What's, where's this scene taking place? Uh, Marine's this apartment, I think. Marine's apartment. Uh, I think... Martha, are you there as well, since you might have known Marine since sure. you were a friend of the... I'll be there. Actually, you could probably yeah, Marine was there. the one driving the SUV. If you want, Frank can also be there if you want as well. So, all right. Luckily, the corpse doesn't smell because it's a statue. Uh, oh, wait, no. Damn. Yeah, but so again, Marie's basically just in like just uh, casual clothes. She looks tired. All right. Hello. Hi. My name is Agent Kit Coppers, and I'm here to uh, interview you in regards to your employer. Yeah. Yeah, you're all going to need to sit down, because this is going to be a bit... Could you maybe make us some coffee? Cookies are on the table. No, I I can't. I can't eat cookies right now. I don't feel comfortable with that. Frank, uh, uh, Frank's face lights up. And like, I I wouldn't mind a cookie at all. I don't have coffee. I've got Mountain Dew. You disgust me. <laughs> Frank's already walking in and chatting, chatting them up about, you know, the cookie recipe. And uh, where they, where and when they got the uh, Mountain Dew? Just, just genuine, genuine, gen, gen, genuine, 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 general chatter. All right. Once she gets everyone set up with food and drink, what do you want to know? Uh so first off, uh, uh, Kit brandishes the tape recorder. Puts it on the table and hits record. For for the record, state your name, uh, age, and relationship with the y- y- deceased. Marine Oyo Lopez, age twenty three. I was the accountant of Charles Abernathy. So what were you doing on that night, and what exactly went down? 
so again, the party first off was there just being there because you know, aside from being his accountant, I was Charles's friend. And I needed to finalize some paperwork with him on a on a deal that he needed. And what was this deal about? Soul transmitigation. Oh, yes. Go on. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Soul transmitigation. Did you yeah. in plain English? Charles was moving his soul and the souls of, I think, 11 other individuals to start rooming with mine after his death. Uh. Okay, okay, so first off, were these individuals consenting? Yes. Also, also out of character, do you mean transmigration? Yes. Okay. So, you trying to create a compound soul, or just haunt your ass? Uh, think of them as roommates. That sounds miserable. Eh, as far as it's been so far, the only one that's been awake is Charles. So it was a ritual suicide? No, he wasn't supposed to die. Oh. Huh. And granted, that would probably explain the bullet. People tend not to shoot themselves that way. But, you know. Shoot themselves four times. In that specific pattern, yeah. Dumber things have been ruled a suicide, all right? Like, as a cop, you should be well aware. Well, yes. Like, this was more of an insurance policy. This was more of an insurance policy that if he died, there'd be someone to carry on the work. So he knew something was going to happen. I don't know if he knew something was going to happen or just. He definitely knew. It was just, apparently, he trusted me more than any of his family to do it, so... To be fair, I can completely understand. Have you seen his family? Yes, I fucking seen his family! I was his accountant! Exactly. Uh, Sheriff Smith? Yes. Did, Did you have something you wanted to say? Was his family aware of this? The only reason I'm even aware of it is I saw him. I've seen the weird, some of the weird shit he was talking about. Did he I mean, you to put his soul in your body? Yes, like... Hold on, I'll see if he's awake. You can maybe talk to him directly. Hmm. So... You see her kind of go into a sort of trance, and then her hair changes color from being, like, dark brown to blonde, and her eyes turn green. Well, this certainly is a change. Hello! I've already been acquainted with you all, because, again, I still see the events that happen as Mar- when Maureen is in, in presently control of her body. My name is Charles Abernathy. Okay, uh, so for the record, uh, state your name, age, and relationship with the deceased. My name is Charles Abernathy. I'm 
I guess at this point I'd be currently 23 as as I'm part of the as I'm piloting the as I'm speaking through the body of one Marine Oya Lopez. I am the deceased. He's, and then Charles laughs to himself after saying that. Okay, so what happened on the night of I guess your death? So I was preparing a ritual to just to just actively send my have a backup in case I die either of old age or other shit like just apparently what happened so that me and the other souls of my collect of the collective soul that I inherited uh would be able to pass on for when the rifts open up again I'm sorry, the rifts? The rifts. Oh, right. The fucking idiot secret society bullshit. Short version. Every 500 to 1,000 years, a portal opens to our realm from one of the infinite realms of magic. And it just so happens we're right about from the calculations I've been given. Now we're about to have one of those things happen. Is is that why the Rick Blair exists? Maybe. I don't know. This has happened... From what the other souls that have been with me have said, this... In at least human recorded history, this has happened three times. So wait, you're part of a chain? By accident. The... Was it the I, elf? Yes, the elf. Good old... Errol's not awake yet. For fucking, I'm guessing because this ritual wasn't completed properly, all the other souls, I still, we can still feel their presence there, but they're probably just a bit disoriented. Oh man, don't, mm, you know, maybe, maybe it's a good thing that Errol isn't awake. But from what Errol's told me, there was a, they had a betrayal as some people in the collective that did want to, wanted to try and harness the magic for themselves and start preparing. And there was a big fight. Errol got shot. I just happened to be in the area and got inherited the souls the same way Marine basically did, except Marine had a bit more preparation than I did. So I heard something about you fucking over the family. Would that perhaps be giving your fortune to Marine because you uh, knew about? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> To be fair, your kids suck. They absolutely suck. You're right. I don't like to admit it, but you're right. I tried my best, but yeah. They really suck. I mean, look. Sheriff Smith, is there anything you want to ask? Uh... Abernathy? Uh, processing thing. <laughs> so, out of curiosity, just, uh, Kit rummages through his, his suit pockets and takes out a Polaroid. Uh, is this your good friend, Errol? And just yeah. places the Polaroid. You fucking dug him up? I don't what know what you fuck? mean. 
I, I, why would I dig someone up? That's really messed up. Uh, but yes, that's Errol. Smith is just dying on the inside right now. <laughs> Martha, Frank, any comment? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Martha will not say anything that will incriminate her. I just sit. I just sit there with my hands. <laughs> Like right next to my mouth, like the, like the, like the not praying kind of thing. Like it's just like the. That Frank reaches just a, like, yeah. Frank reaches a hand out for to look the uh, photograph over. It's it's fine. I have I have multiple, and then just. Uh, Kit takes five more photographs out of his pockets and lays them out on the table. Just fans them out. Frank picks one up and sort of looks it over looks up at Kit and says, did you get a warrant to do this? To do what? To exhume a body? <laughs> you kind of need one in these parts. Pretty do much elves most parts. even have rights? Really? I mean, did you know it was an elf before you dug it up? Does it matter? It's an elf. I think the Loth would say it matters. Quite great. I'm going to have a conversation with Agent Coppers later, Frank. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm sure it will be a very long and in-depth one. Martha helped. Frank just shoots like a dagger like Martha as well. <laughs> Do I look like I can dig a grave? You had the spade. I can't dig a grave with a spade. That's silly. You're the one who chipped the corpse. I did no such thing. <laughs> you fucking awful. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Errol is going to flip when he wakes up and gets all these information. You know what? I don't want to be there when it happens, regardless. Well, aside from the fact that you fu you're all fucking part of this now, too. You realize this, right? I mean, look. I, you know, yeah. I want this to be a simple murder, and I'm getting fucking elves and their legal rights <laughs> in terms of warrants and exhuming. I don't know. These big people have been around forever. They just, they just. People are surprisingly good at not noticing this kind of shit. Is from what I've learned from the others. Fucking knew they were real, though. I knew magic was real. Oh yeah, no, magic is turbo real. It. Like, I know. I've seen some shit, but nothing quite like this. Like that's part of the problem. From what I've been able to divine, the realm that's about to open into our world now is kind of fucking nonsense. Like the Rick Blair. Like <laughs> beyond the Rick Blair. Why does the bear woo? Like, like I was doing all I could get whenever I tried to peer into some of the... is just a bunch of fucking music, a bunch of fucking ink, and a bunch of fucking paint. That's all yeah, I could so ever get. What's what with the ink? What is that ink? It's like the lifeblood or something. It's like, from what I've been able to tell, it's, it's blood, skin, water... 
The lifeblood of what? The people that... The, everything that is that realm. Sounds horrifying. It's like... From the probes that I sent there... It... Like, things like... It was... It, from what I've said, it's like no one really had problems, per se, in a way that we could understand it. But it was just very cartoonish. Oh, no. Hmm. Who framed Roger Rabbit was right. Mm-hmm. And Fuck. suddenly you see, you see Maureen's eyes, like half of Maureen, like her hair turns back to half black. And her like, oh, this is awesome! Wait, we're gonna be invaded by fucking cartoons? No, it's terrible! <laughs> cartoons are awful! They're full Charles, of the worst kind of people! Charles, you didn't tell me that this was what it's gonna- this is gonna be fucking awesome! Can't believe that fucking Tex Avery Wolf is gonna come here and be annoying. Don't understand. Conventional weapons don't work on tunes. <laughs> this is actually the worst possible thing. Also, mm -hmm. they have fucked up lifeblood ink. <laughs> this is the worst. And like, uh, and, and then th this is back to this is back to Charles. Like, uh, yeah, and that's the thing though. This like opening portal things. There's no way to stop this. Like, this is kind of the natural life cycle of planes. The only reason that the magic hasn't gone, like, servo thing is that people... The other magic is generally much more subtle. But from what I can tell, that's gonna be a... One, that's the other thing, is that people didn't have the same kind of recording apparatus as they had... They have now. So... If you're gonna try and keep a... Some kind of... Keep this on the down low. Good luck with that! <laughs> I mean, look, people post insane conspiracy theories all the time on the internet. Nobody believes them. Mm-hmm. Except those that do. Like the flat earthers. Why would you think Earth is flat? That's stupid. I don't know. It's really dumb. It's hexagonal, fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm so... Whatever. So, like... Oh, right, my murder. Right. Murder. Yeah, who killed you? Don't know! Helpful. I was shot in, like, the... Well, no. See, all I could... It was like a weird thing. It was a silhouette. If there was a silhouette, it would have to... I would have to say it would look like my granddaughter. But it didn't look at... It was like... It was at my granddaughter, but not my granddaughter. I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. So your granddaughter was possessed, is what you're saying? Probably. It, so she was the one that was compromised. daughter became a tune. Probably. Oh, God. Oh, you're right. She probably did. Jesus Christ. This is, this is the worst possible thing. Well, regardless, uh, we will look into her. Uh, out of curiosity, why were... The so you had books missing from your your shelves. Do you know anything about that? Well, I'd have to know what books were missing. Uh, they were the planes hopping ones. 
The ones in alternate dimensions. Oh, fuck. This see, means I thought this you is... just wanted to isekai, but you know. Nah, see, see. Let me tell you. The, let me tell you the trick. There's. I just, I just talked to the other souls and just asked about their life stories. That's how I got rich. You see, we just, I just wrote books about their lives. That's cheating, but, but I appreciate it. But no, no, I was lurking with those portals to make sure how to keep things either <laughs> keep things like closed or open because it's something i kind of learned is like especially as as we since we get close to like these natural openings it doesn't matter the ritual it's the intent oh god they're gonna try and open the portals to larger degrees they're gonna try and flood the world why because for because they want to reshape the world in their image i guess i don't know like I did, like all I know about the old organization was they they had some infighting and caused a schism. Hmm. Any any clue as to anyone else we could possibly talk to about this? Do you have any friends within the community? Uh. Other than Marine, the only other person would be Marine's girlfriend who runs the library. Is that where you got your occult shit from? As you had labeled it? Some of it. And some of it was just my private collections and stuff I was just donating to there so other to get other people prepared and teach other people to get prepared for when this shit happens. They won't be. They won't be, but I'd, I had to try. Oh yeah, Marie, sorry about this. Yeah, you're gonna... Yeah, how are you gonna break this to your girlfriend, actually? Marina's silent as this never this question never dawned onto her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you guys have any other questions for us? Uh, Martha, Frank, Smith, anything? Nope. So. When's Disney gonna arrive? Oh no. Uh, oh, oh no. Oh boy. The great destroyer of the world, <laughs> in Mouse. Good, the Disney Wars. I don't think that we don't, they don't have like exact analogs to our world and like, and like that. At least from what I was able to divine, they don't. But Wait. I don't. If Disney's in the land of the dead and the tunes are coming, didn't they freeze his head? Is, is he <laughs> is is he a conduit? Do we need to destroy his head? Put that on the back burner. We might have to do research on that. I don't think it'll work. Mm. But we if it, but the tunes coming the tunes coming back might revive Disney. So we gotta be we gotta look into that one later. God, I hate this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if that means that we get to go to Disney World, I have friends that live down there. That'd actually be a really good time for me to see them. Mm-hmm. Do you just want to go to Disney World? Yes. <laughs> Frank, any, any questions yourself? 
Frank's just sort of shaking their head at everything that they've just heard as Yeah, I, I honestly have nothing. I think the folks at Disney wanted this to happen. They had no way of knowing. Well, they they already own the one world. They want to own them all. Uh, oh, I'm guessing. I'm guessing my will reading is in a couple days. I'm sure you probably. That'll probably be a good time. Uh, can we get a? Can I get a police escort? Cause I don't trust my family to handle this shit going down. Yeah. Yes. That... Your family was rip shit. They tried to put on that decorum garbage, but I'm sure Frank knows exactly what I mean. It's that fake nicety. I have absolutely no clue what you're getting at. I'm not. I'm not shit talking you for once. Just, I figured you you would understand. Like, sure, if you know what I mean, right? Just... They could be a bit rude, yes. <sighs> Especially Gerald. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Here's the address. She, the, uh, Charles writes out the address of uh, of Wilma Abernathy. Here's my granddaughter's address. I don't know what to expect if you go there, but I've been paying for a house, so this might well help. I hope it's simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sheriff, please assign a police escort to Marine uh, and her girlfriend, just in case. We will get the deputies on that as soon as we get back to the police station. All right. So, back at the police station. How do you explain this to Alex? I kind of want to see this. Hey, howdy, Sheriff. Howdy. How did your interrogation go? Um, I think it would be better if uh, your partner, Agent uh, Coppers, explains. He's not my partner. No, but... I'm not. not her well... partner. Warner's my partner. A worker in the FBI. Look, not everyone in the FBI is partnered with everyone else in the FBI. There are rules, and I got exiled, basically. Just explain. For good reason. Anyway, what's uh, happening, Kit? So, Kit Coppers brandishes his tape recorder again, inserts the tape, and hits play. So, this is basically what went down. This is the, the the investigation. I feel it worth mentioning, because it's really hard for, you know, the glory that is the cassette to capture f visual things. Uh, when uh, the, the person starts talking is, is Abernathy, 
their hair and eye color changed. Okay. And you should you should just give the tape a listen. It it goes places. It's uh very stupid. Okay. Magic is real. Did you know that? Yes. Wait, what? I mean, yes, you knew, obviously, but... Sure. You know the story of what happened to my eyes, don't you? Uh, that was FBI rumor mill for a long time. Oh, the, the horrific incident or, or whatever? Yes. Ah. Uh, see, the weird shit I've seen is on a completely different... This is some weird shit, is all I'm saying. Well, it just didn't blind you, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean, it wasn't horrific in the same way, I guess. Look, all I'm saying is, I'm used to spooky stuff, and kind of alien stuff, and this is just stupid. We're being invaded by cartoons. Like old... Like old Disney or Fleischer Brothers, or Max Fleischer kind of cartoons. Agent Ying. I see. Hmm. So that ink is the blood of one of these creatures. Hmm. Fascinating. I was about to run tests on that. You definitely should. Uh, You won't be happy with the results, but you definitely should. Well, you never know. It's, uh... Can't believe who framed Roger Rabbit was right. Mm-hmm. So, you said you asked. You said it was Abernathy possessing the uh, Abernathy, alongside eleven other souls, or so they claimed. One of which is from the elf. I'm sorry. What? Ah, uh, mind coming with me to my SUV? I do, but all right. You won't. Probably won't like it. Come with. Yep. Uh, so Kit takes you around to the SUV and opens up the trunk. Is that a fucking elf? It's, it's, it's in a coffin. He hasn't opened the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, Kit, Kit just slowly removes the lid, revealing the slightly chipped elf body. That's Warner. What has he done? It's a fucking elf corpse. I guess. Maybe. That's slightly damaged. Kit? Yeah. Why do you have a fucking elf ball. corpse in your kunk? Why my kunk? Look, elves, they're called human rights. Elves aren't humans. It's fine, in hindsight. You wonder why you've been exiled. Again, why do you have an elf in your trunk? Uh, so I was curious about the, the strange death that occurred on the docks that Mr. Abernathy had to see that changed his life. So I went through the records, found where it was buried, and dug it up with the help of Martha. I didn't do anything! Who? <laughs> Who's Martha? Uh, the, the, the little old lady. Lovely Hi. person. Hi. I don't think we've Technically been introduced. Who are you? Uh, I help. <laughs> I, I I'm just a resident. I I like I like to help people with their problems. 
like digging um, up corpses. You're not, a, you're not an officer. Uh, I, I'm an assistant. Exactly. Uh, Under my and, uh, I believe there was someone else here with us. Who are you? I don't believe we've been introduced either. I'm I'm Frank McCree. Been here for the last thirty years. I get around the town, help everybody. You know various things. Uh, photographer by day, I do help the sheriff out. You know whenever uh, there's a a crime. I see. Oh, nice to meet you both. She goes to shake your hands. Frank rips her hand, not not firmly, just you know a simple handshake. Hmm. Well, my presence here suddenly makes more sense. Let's circle back around. Why did you dig him up? Elves don't have rights. It's fine. <laughs> did you know there was an elf down there? Doesn't matter. It's an elf. Yes, it does. No, it clearly doesn't because it's an elf. Elves don't have rights. Elves aren't people. Whoever. The person who paid for the grave has rights. I Abernathy's dead. Well, apparently not gone, though, since you were speaking to him earlier. That's a whole different beast. I mean, Errol's also in there. That's gonna be fun. Uh-huh. <sighs> why do you have him? Why do you still have the elf? What were you hoping to do with it? I, I sure hope I mean, the answer is not have me look at it. Uh, Shit. <laughs> <sighs> look, it's it's weird. The elf doesn't rot like people. It's like made of like plaster or something. Oh no! Shit! It's an elf. Look, I've never dealt with elves, okay? Clearly you've never been to the, the mailroom back in Portland. They didn't allow me in there for some reason. <sighs> Bring it inside. Okay. Oh, Frank, you mind helping me out with this? Sir, I mind quite a lot of things revolving around you, but however... It's all, it's all right, Mr. Frank. Uh, Warner, can give Kid a hand? Sure. Uh, I'm, I'm still... It's an elf. It's an elf! It's a fucking elf, yeah. You've met Steve. It's fine. Okay. So, uh, Sheriff, yes, I have a word with you in private over here. <laughs> sure, away from everyone. Yeah, else, huh? So, Agent Kit, has he been a problem for you? My entire understanding of the world around me has completely shifted on its head, and I am still processing it. So I guess yes. Hmm. That's what I thought. Um, Here. Example, I do not... I do not think that elves were real this morning, but 
here we are. Well, I imagine that's the least of your worries. Talking to the dead at all. Talking to the dead was also something unexpected. Learning that there is a Bimbo the Dog style apocalypse <laughs> of happening <laughs> is also shift, you know, shaking me, but I'll take it in stride. I gotta protect the people of Cedar Glen. Alright, well. Here. I'm going to uh, give you my boss's phone number. In case Agent Coppers goes even more off the deep end, he can rein him in. Alright. Sounds good. He may want to talk to you anyway. Just to make mm-hmm. sure we ha- we do have your cooperation in all this. Hashtag coppers. Of course. Nothing wrong. <laughs> no, you did everything wrong. You have done nothing correct yet. Now the interviews were fine. If you'll excuse me, sheriff, I have an elf to autopsy. Apparently, according to my notes, no, no, you did not. Your notes are biased. Uh, I have two sections here that say you need more manners, so the notes are correct. Anyway, so, from the elf autopsy, it's actually fairly simple. Errol just got shot. <laughs> got shot good. Got fucking yeah. fucked. Alright, can we determine what kind of bullet? Like, it was a handgun, but again, it was a, a gun from 1920s, so. That was 30s. It was night. Let me look. I thought it was 1928. I said when. Uh, let me see. It was a Ruger, 22 caliber Ruger. 19... That was what killed. That was what shot. <laughs> yeah, we didn't Abernathy. determine. That was 28. It was 28. the The date yeah. is the date was 28, uh, and it was with a 22 Ruger. No, no, the Ruger was... was a different killing. The Ruger was yeah. what killed mm-hmm. um, Abernathy. Abernathy. Abernathy, not Errol. Yeah, but. Like, I again, I don't know 1920s guns. It's just, it was a handgun that shot Arrow. Alright. Well, the good news is, well, the news is it was not the same gun. Not exactly insignificant, but since we're dealing with the dead, it's worth noting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I would be shocked if it was the same gun now, what, 90 years later? Oh, you never know. People like old things. How old is that camera of yours? It's it's unrelated. (laughs) Answer the question. It's about 30 30 years old. A little less than that. Hmm. Alright. Do you have a problem? (laughs) No. Well, yes, but... should probably update your equipment, son. Look, nothing quite, you know, matches the, the feeling of, like, a freshly taken Polaroid. Alright. Feeling of waving let's, it. And, oh, it's great. Let's crack her open and see what's inside. Mm-hmm. But, Look yeah. The immortal so... words of Outcast shake it like a Polaroid picture. <sighs> Wait, do they do autopsies at police stations? Yeah. I don't, don't think they well, do. Like, well, it's a small town, so like, police stations in smaller towns tend to kind of consolidate. Like the more the police station, yeah. everything kind of mm-hmm. in the same area. Like my character brought a van of like 
forensic equipment, so just is working out the morgue. But yeah, as you can basically tell, that Errol was just shot with a gun and, and bled out effectively. Alright. Didn't realize you could and, kill elves with a gun. And is there anything else notable about his corpse? Besides Not being really. an elf and partially no. statue? No. Not really. Alright. So basically we've learned nothing that we didn't already know, apparently. We dug up this poor man for nothing. Uh, we, we didn't really know he was shot. Didn't you say that was in the records? No. All right, well... We learned he was shot shot from Abernathy, but, you know, you can only take so much from the dead. Hmm. All right. Sheriff? Yes? Did did Mr. Uh, Johnson here have any family? It's John. It's Errol John. John? Not that we know of. He had no next of kin in the records. Hmm. And, uh, out of curiosity, did we know who paid for his grave? Uh, Charles did. Hmm. Alright, so again, nothing that's already, nothing new here. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you do have, uh, Wilma's address, so if you want to try and go there. Sure. Yeah. She's not there. Perhaps there's some evidence I can glean. Yeah, please, Alex. You you need to come with us this time. Because you are the only other person here versed in magic bullshit. Oh, don't worry. I'm going to make sure you don't leave my sight. (laughs) Alright. So, you all arrive at Wilma's house. It's on a a wooded forested section that is, at this point, very disheveled. When you knocked on the door, you didn't get any answer. So, What's what's the state of the house? Outside, it looks fairly okay, but you can see, like, large globs of ink on the roof. Hmm. Hmm. How big is the house? Like, how many stories and how like, wide or so? It's like a is it like a house or is it like a cottage? Like a yeah. cottage would probably be a better way to describe it. Uh, anyone know how to pick a lock? Of course you do. I I never said I did. I asked if anyone else did. I mean, wouldn't that just be infiltration? Filch. Filch. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're talking about a Chevy Chase movie. Um, we're trying to get inside this house. Using, or I mean, looking at the sheet, uh, that it looks like axes. Yeah. Has the highest at five. Seriously? Yep, yep, at five. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is zero. No, my filch is four. Right, let me, I'm also loading up the... Uh, I didn't have the rulebook open. Alex, you want to go to, at doors? 
but yeah, either infiltration or filch. But I think you still, among everybody, you still have the yeah, you still have the highest infiltration as well. So Jesus. yeah, second highest of both. Fucking regular ass criminal. <laughs> Look, Frank mm-hmm. needs to be able to get in and out of places without people seeing them. That how do you think they become so well liked? By breaking into people's houses? They know things. They've breaking learned into people's houses and handing them the toilet paper when they need it the most. Exactly. Frank <laughs> will be there for you even if you didn't realize you needed them there for you. It's perfectly okay. So yeah. Basically you Frank can go nice. ahead and give me a you'll have a difficulty three roll, so that's just one D six, but you can also spend some points out of your uh out of your your pool to make that lower that difficulty. Okay. Is a you said there's a one D six? Yeah, one D six. There you go. <laughs> I'll just max it out. How do you feel about that? Just open up the lock. No issue. <laughs> I knew you were shit. Oh, weird. It was actually unlocked this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> no one tried the door. So, good news. You found, you found uh, Abernathy's books. Bad news. They're fucking just all over the house. You just see the ink everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's there's since there's more ink, you see it like it's bobbing, as if to like to the beat rhythm of some music that they can't you can't you can't hear. The ink is everywhere. You say? Yeah, this is fucking cursed yeah. as shit. All right. Yes. Everyone, she pulls out a box of like rubber gloves, starts handing them out. Wait a minute. Hold on. I want to look something up while y'all are doing that. It's book collection time. Mm-hmm. So everyone try not to touch the ink. I'm sure that is cursed as hell. Well, it must be really alive. hard. And, and, be... and ink starts talking. Oh, that's... Mm-hmm. Why would you say that about us? As a face appears on one of the ink... Ink... Ink blobs. Yeah, as I said, cursed as shit. Oh god, I remember watching Labyrinth. <laughs> huh, you Hello? never heard of that one. That's because it was puppets and not cartoons. Do you know what you're saying? Sorry. I said hello. Uh, hi, it's nice to meet you. We don't have a name. What's yours? Uh, That's not important right now. Another question is, what are you doing here? We don't know. We're just bobbing. That's her name now, bobbing. Cool. So Frank, this... Frank perks up slightly and mm-hmm. uh, asks it, so how, how, how exactly did you get here? A hole opened up in the sky, and we fell in. Are you uh, are you enjoying the the nice fresh air? It's weird here. There's it's weird. Like there's no music anywhere. 
Oh, because nobody's playing any. W- would you like us to play you some music? That be if if you kindly would, that'd be great. Any particular preferences? Nah. Frank motions over to because Frank doesn't have a a cell phone. Uh, Frank motions over to uh, Martha to uh, just start playing anything. Actually, okay. jokes on you. Your good buddy uh, takes out the tape recorder. I, just, hmm? I, I, I thought for a moment that Kit Coffee was all of a sudden going to pull a Zune out of his pocket. Oh, <laughs> no, no he, he takes out yes. the tape recorder, slams in a cassette, and Cruel Summer by Banana Rama starts playing. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why Banana Rama? <laughs> Why I mean, not? I was going to play the theme from Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Banana Rama is an improvement. <laughs> So as the song starts playing, you just start seeing the bo- the blobs just they start bouncing in exact tune with with uh banana with with cruel summer just perfectly on beat. Just mm-hmm. they cannot stop. It's just as a reaction, they are all on perfectly on beat. See see Bobbin, I like you. I like you, Bobbin. Is there any way we can identify whether or not this ink is in any way sort of a threat to us? I mean, mm. it's not attacking you, and basically, the only way it really would seem to be a threat if you ate, like, a shit ton of it. It seems pretty innocent, actually. Mm-hmm. You'd say that so, about anybody who likes Banana Rama. let's be honest. Cruel so Summer is a powerful jam. Are you going to be listening to that for the rest of the uh, the session? This is the first time I'm hurt. I'm hearing it, and there's a certain list I'd like to see where it's placed on. <laughs> How have you not heard "Cruel Summer"? Wait, you haven't heard "Cruel Summer"? I've never heard "Cruel." Well, I might have heard the song. It's just I never. I know like... Taylor Taylor Swift has a song called "Cruel Summer." Fuck off! It's probably. It's probably <laughs> but yeah. Go back to listening to "Temporary Secretary." <laughs> But yeah, you want anything else you want to like? Uh, uh so... go ahead, Axe. Yeah. No. yeah. Uh, so Frank sort of kneels down, not too close, but close enough to, I guess, the nearest bit of blob that's up, and sort of asks, "So what? What is your purpose here? What? What are you doing here?" We don't know. Well, again, we just like. Yesterday, like I guess, hours a few hours ago, a portal opened up, kinda, and we just splashed here, and we've been just chilling. Frank stands stands up and turns to the group. Uh, did we determine a time of death? So, for, for who? For uh, Charles. Ah, uh, I think I said midnight. Alex, yeah, midnight. Alex would know better than anyone. Mm-hmm. What time is it now? It's been about a day, so it's probably uh let's say what? Noon? Noon. That sounds good. So twenty four hours since his death. That sounds about right. Well okay. wait, if he died at midnight, then it would still be midnight. That would be twenty four hours. 
So we're looking right. at a day and a half's time then. Um, and it's said well, like, that. Did Sting show up before or after he died? Cause, yeah, because I'm not sure if whether or not this coincides with his death or if it's completely unrelated. Well, also. Ask him lying. how many times it's been light outside. According to, according to them, they've only been here for a few hours. Hmm. But we did find that that ink in the bookshelves. You said right? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying to do this in character. Um. So if the ink was there at the scene, then there has to be some connection between the ink that's here right now and the ink we found. Do you still have that sample? I do. It's back at the uh, lab. Okay, I I have an idea. Um, so Frank, let's take get... this outside quick. Okay. To do so, so yeah. we w- walk outside. Yeah. So there is a chance that we might be able to link these two together if we can convince some of the ink here to come back with us. We can introduce it to the sample, and perhaps we can get the two of them to talk and figure out exactly where they've come from and why they're here. Hmm. If I were to send Agent Warner with you back to the lab with a sample, do you think you could handle that? I have a way of getting people to like me and talk, so I think I can handle it. All right, then, Warner. Can you assist Frank in the matter? Yeah, sure. Uh... Let's go, I guess. Or tries to grab one of the ink, no, ink no. blobs. Bobbin. Yeah? Would you uh, mind if some of you went with my associates here? Go I'd ahead. like to show you just something. Go ahead. Just take a just take a bit, just pull and pull. It'll won't hurt at all. Hmm. She gets a test tube and uh, tries to shovel it, shovel a little bit in. Oh no, it's super rubbery. Oh, it absolutely is super rubbery. This is fucking. We're gonna need something ass. We're this gonna need fun. a bigger tube. Mm-hmm. This is some fleischer ass rubber hose animation. Warner, bigger tube. Up, uh, got it. Brings like a beaker. Get like a mason jar. Ah, that's yeah, a mason jar. Uh, just... And and that, and and uh, Frank stops them for a moment and, and points out when we say mason jar, we don't mean just their standard jar. We mean a jar that was fashioned by a mason. I see. You They're... have one on hand, Frank. In fact, a jar the size of a mason. <laughs> and as a matter of fact, we do. It's pretty much the main main uh, thing we use to to jar things around here. There are a lot of masons. They're not very subtle. And uh, Frank is just is just smiling and nodding at this. Frank grabs the uh, grabs a uh, grabs a mason jar out of the car that y'all didn't know was there, but it just it, now it's there, um, almost as if it was pulled out of nowhere. Right out of right out of his ass, almost. 
Smells and, slightly like pickles. Yes. Mm-hmm. Every, that's the other thing. Every jar, no matter if it's a fresh jar, just smells like pickles in this town. It's just a thing. Pickles and Kool-Aid. Yes. Pickled I Kool-Aid. Smell, God, I smell pickles. Because <laughs> uh, they're delicious. And also, fun. yes. We don't question it. We just appreciate it, really. All right. And Frank, Frank stoops down and... Uh, start speaking. So, uh, Bob, if you wouldn't mind uh, just joining me here in this jar, we can actually get back. We actually think we might have somebody you know. <laughs> and we'd like you to come along and talk to them with us. Uh, okay. <laughs> just, and then you just, you see Bob and just s- split off a part of the, of the, like, ink blob that just fits into the mason jar and just goes on. Fantastic. All right. And basically, again, is Bananarama, did you play, play Bananarama on loop, or? Tarpit, are you still listening cassette. to Bananarama? No, mm-hmm. right, and also it's okay. a fucking cassette. Okay, can you put on another song, please? And Well, the cassette's not going to have just one song. There's going to be like a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> nope, it's a it's just it's a recording off the radio. It's no, the no, only thing on that album. It's an all banana rama mixtape. <laughs> God, no. No, it's fine. It's fine, just Rasputin by Boney M instead comes on next. It's just half of it's banana rama, the other half is meatloaf. <laughs> Mm-hmm. For but some reason, yeah, I just... thought, thought Rasputin was done by ABBA. I don't know why. I can nope. see how you can, someone can make that though. But that is such but an yeah. ABBA ass song. But as soon as like as soon as the song changes without a beat, beat changing, all the blobs are just perfectly bouncing onto onto on rhythm with the song. Uh, also, uh, another out of character, character moment. Uh, if you type in ABBA and then R, the first thing that comes up is ABBA Rasputin, of which there is no song. It's just that's apparently a lot of people <laughs> think that. Berenstein Bears. There you go. What 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 is that called again? Berenstein Bears. No, no, oh, the, the Mandela uh, effect. Mandela effect. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess you guys head back. Yeah, uh, Warner. Frank and Warner. Yep. Take extra precautions when you get back there, because there's a good chance that this thing is lying to us. Not a problem. We'll we'll be very careful. All right, and so all right, and so I guess we want to go directly to that scene then. Or do you guys have any more questions you want to do? Oh, here? you got many much more to do okay. here. Yep. Sorry. Yeah. So, what else do you want to look for? So Bobbin's still technically here, right? Just yes. butted off also into me. So, Bobbin, h- how long have you been here again? A few hours, I guess. Uh, actually, uh, I just take it. I pop out the music in the cassette player, uh, and just pop in a new fresh cassette and hit hit record. And so, state your name, age, and relationship with the deceased. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on a second. We do want to set the mood. She pulls out Put her phone Barry and starts White. playing music. Put on Barry White. 
<laughs> what? Oh wait, you posted. Uh, what did you? Ah uh, yes, Poppy, you scary wow. ass. <laughs> so again, as always, they are perfectly on beat as they as just bobbing along. So, I guess my name's Bobbin. Four hours. Who died? Exactly. Okay. Uh, so, because you're fresh here, in the time that you've been here, have you seen anyone at all aside from you? Any sort of living creature or whatever? There was this weird lady that was, like, half-toon, I guess? What do you mean, half-toon? Like, half her body, like, half her body was toon, and the other half was like you guys. Hmm. Hmm. How does that work? Mm. I don't know. How should hell did I know? <laughs> I've never. You're the first people to talk to me in my existence. Hmm. Well, I well, can. This we is... can room it in on this later. But go on. <laughs> yeah, Dean. What you're saying? Uh. Alex motions to the sheriff to come outside for a quick while uh, gets asking the questions. Risen, he there? Risen. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't really have any questions for her. No, no. My character needed you outside for a second. Oh, okay. We step outside then. Sheriff, do you think you can help me collect the books while uh, Agent Coppers is asking his questions? Uh, Yes. All right. Be very careful with handling them around the... Of course. The goop. All right. Let me go back in. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, any more questions you're asking? Um. So, you said she was. Ha- was there anything she said while you were there? Not directly to you, obviously, but. Uh, something about this is not how it's supposed to go happen. They never uh, said this would happen. Uh, it hurts. Right. It hurts, and at the same time, it feels great. And God that. Damn it. <laughs> and that uh, something about Grandpa's gotta pay for what he's done to me? Wait, Grandpa did this? Mm. 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 So, yeah. Alex is collecting the books trying to collect some of the books but as she's doing so she asks Tell me, Bobbin, does the name Charles Abernathy mean anything to you? Nope! So, hmm. do you know what you were before you fell through the hole? Uh, I was just gliding along in the ink ocean. Huh. So, wait, you're part of a greater hole. Yep. There are lands there. Uh, I was closer to the to the rubber hose, the rubber hose aisles. Huh. So, so wait, in, you were part of an actual ocean of ink? Yep. Every part of it could talk. Once enough of it's gathered. Huh. So are, are you as the ocean a collective, or do you have 
spots of individuality. Yes. What? Yes. Are you like a hive mind or individuals? Yes. Huh. Crop becomes Weird. ocean. The ocean becomes. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, only become yeah. individuals once you split off from the ocean, or are you still? Yes, uh, that one, the splitting off thing. Huh. And is that how you become tunes eventually? Depends. It depends a lot. You have to be separated from... You're also gotta just... I mean, that's one way. That's how... That's from... That's the original origin of all tunes, but a little sex works the two. Kit starts losing it internally over the ideas of tunes having sex. Like, wait, that they can do that? <laughs> Haven't you seen Cool World? No! <laughs> Try to avoid garbage. This is a very cursed... <laughs> well, if, I'm talk- if we're talking about that kind of thing, that's a, the least offensive Ralph Bashi movie I could come up with. <laughs> I mean, you could have you invoked uh, Fritz, the cat. I mean, there's all... There might be actually. There's probably worse than his stuff. Oh no, there's definitely worse. But Bobbin. yeah. Yep. Why are you in this house? I know you said you came through a portal, but how did you end up in this house? Like I said, a hole opened up. I fell here, and I've been stuck ever since. It'll probably be a few months before I coalesce into a form. I see. Hmm. I kind of want to leave Bobbin. We need to teach Bobbin the ways of the world. Well, there, go get yourself another mason jar. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, by, like, when I say the whole coalesce, it's like being away from the Ink Sea for a few months, and then that's how take form, not just staying in one spot. Yeah, that's what I mean, is what I'm saying is we, we need to help Bobbin learn become people. Hey, Bobbin, what do you know of elves? Never heard. I mean, they're those, they live up in, like, they live up in, like, the, from what I heard from other parts, see, they live, there's a type of elf that lives up in one of the other lands, the the color lands. Are they, like, squat, uh, short elves? Don't know really. Uh, like they kind of depends on whatever's funniest at the moment. I hate this. <laughs> hmm. Was this place a mess when you came here, or was that just your doing? That kind of happened when we came here. Sorry okay. about that. This is your place. Ah, oh, it's not my place. Fuck it. Okay. Are there any other rooms to the house besides the room we're in right now? Yeah, there's a bedroom. There's, like, a sh- bedroom, bathroom, that kind of thing. All right. Marfa. Lily back. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm here. Martha, do you think you could go take a look in the other rooms and tell me what you see? Sure, I can do that. 
So in the other room, you start seeing handprints all over the place of black ink. It's it's enough to be bobbing along, but not enough to be sentient. Maybe if you scooped it all together at once, you probably could get something, but it's not. It'd probably it'd take more time than it'd be worth. Mm. But you do see something. It's a it's a hand. It's like a it's a handwritten. Well, not a handwritten. It's a printout of an email. Okay. Uh, subject line: Your grandfather is a liar, with no like real identifiable address. Hmm. Your grandfather's about to scam. It reads off as your grandfather's about to scam all of you. Just leave your entire family for some woman that he's been having sex on the side with for years. Mm. Mm. Just follow these instructions as I put follow these instructions that I placed below, and you'll be able to get you'll be able to make sure your family stays safe. And then it's got like you can see the attachments like uh like this thing is list instructions. And then you can start piecing together across the room instructions like about buying a gun and doing a ritual. Hmm. Okay. So she looks like she's definitely going to basically just got the email and kind of just went berserk. Yeah, that's kind of. Because it's dated to before the party. Mm. Like a couple days before the party, but yeah. Okay, so I'll go and show them. I'll show. Uh, I'll. I'll. I, I forgot what Death's character's name is. Uh, Alex. See. Alex. I'll show Alex. <laughs> the uh, email. All right. Hmm. Interesting. We'll have to see if we can. Run a choice on the account. See what we can find there. Mm. I don't doubt there'll be anything else on the sheet, although we could look for fingerprints. But I doubt it'd be anything more than Wilma's. All right. And uh, anything else, or can we cut over to Axe now? I got nothing. No, I got nothing either. Nope. All right, so actually there. Yep. We're going to make sure. So we cut over back to police station. Uh, Warner's uh, your assistant's name, right? Uh, DM. Yeah, Agent Richard Warner, yeah. Yeah. So you and Warner make it over there and basically bring over the part of Bob, uh, Bobbin over to the sample that you have from the other place. So, you have any idea what to do with this? 
just to be clear, Warner is like a, also a forensic analysis because he's, okay. he's, he's assisting see. Alex with like stuff that she, she can't do. Okay. Her disability. So yeah, he is trained right, to be doing so... all that. All right. Mm-hmm. Frank, stand back. This is gonna get weird. Go for it. So, Warner pours a bit of the sample into the mass that is that for was from from Bobbin, and you see it kind of stretch and squash a bit until it starts to resemble a a black and white version of Wilma's face that's been stylized, kind of like a Betty Boop cartoon. Where am I? Uh, what happened? The face. Wilma, is that you? Frank? What the? Why am I? What the hell? Why am I ahead? Wilma, why, what happened to you? Why, why are you here? You were, you were alive not too long. I, where, what the hell's going on? I, I don't know. All I thought was Grandpa was gonna try and basically cut the family off for some for our that fucking accountant, and then I got a tip, and then go in, and then and they gave me this weird ritual to do to give help me with evidence, and then after that everything kind of went blank. Wait, wait, wait. Who who gave you the evidence? I don't know. It was reputable source. They just gave me a bunch of documents that looked like look looked like they were that Grandpa was changing the will. Okay, Wilma. I'm going to need you to try to be as calm as you possibly can, and I need you to recount for me exactly what you can remember. Every tiny detail. Okay, like I don't know how many times, but like uh, two days before, before uh, Grandpa's birthday party, I got an email that said that Grandpa was going to cut the family out of the will instead for for that accountant. In doing, and but they said they wanted to help me, and in doing so, I just need to follow the instructions. And what and were the instructions? Buy a gun, draw draw this weird Celtic Wiccan, I don't know, this is Grandpa's shit about this weird occult shit diagram and call off and just put some of my blood on it and then do a seance or something shit, like some ceremony shit like that. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I felt like a strong, I felt stronger, more resilient than I ever did before. And then, so, but they told me to wait till the party to go in after Grandpa. After that, I tried to convert, I decided to give Grandpa one last chance to explain himself, but then he said exactly why that he was leaving the money once I confronted him with him. So at that, I got super angry and then instead went off track of the plan and then shot Grandpa. Afterwards, I shot Grandpa. Things went crazy, and I grabbed the books, and that's about where my memory ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So. And, like, let me make sure you understand. That's the memory of ends because that's all that was on the fragment of that you had at the scene. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of reiterate everything that I've uh, just heard. So, two days prior to the party, she was approached by someone saying that he was going to cut them off. He then gave her instructions to buy a gun, draw a diagram, put some of her blood on it, to, and then perform a ceremony. After which she was then... She then felt stronger. There was she was supposed to approach Charles at the party, but she got angry and shot him and grabbed the books. Yes. Alright, so we've already solved we we basically solved the mystery. Mm-hmm. Well, at least the first part of the mystery. Now we've got another another aspect we'll of this. this. Well, we solved the mystery, we just don't know how to fix the underlying problems. Mm-hmm. But they're unrelated to the mystery itself, you see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I think we've... So we don't have... We haven't resolved the underlying problem, but we have an idea of how it started. And it started... It may, it might not even have started... Okay, Wilma. Do you feel anybody else there with you? No. No. Not even though that there's a bit of bobbin? In there with her? Not. No. It's just. it. She just. Once you put the like. Once you. Once you put like the bit. It was like a. You know like you were placing a. Like a boot dress for Linux. Effectively what happened. Okay. Frank turns to, to Warren and says. We need to get as much. Of the ink that's in that house. And bring it back here. Because I think there are more people in that house than we first suspected. All right. I'll see. Like, out of care. What do you mean by that, Axe? I'm kind of good. Well, based on what I'm getting from what we've just done, it, there's, there was mm -hmm. ink, ink around where the books were. There's a chance that the ink might not just be Wilma. It might be other people who were approached and convinced to do this ceremony. So I want to gather up every last, as much of the ink from that entire section as we possibly can to see if it's all Wilma or if there are other people uh, inside the ink. And if so, we might be able to not only, we may be able to piece together who was the first. And then from there, we can sort of work our way to how do we solve this? Okay. Because you said that this is just a fragment, so that means that there's either more memory there or more people there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I Sorry, I wasn't... Thanks. I was not sure where your, like, line of thought was with that. So. Yeah. Either we fix... Either we get her all reassembled, or we get enough of her reassembled and whatever other memories of other people are there. Okay. So I can tell you just that at the at the library, that's all just Wilma. That's all just Wilma? Okay. Yes. In that case, in that case, there's two things we can do. A, we need to get the rest of Wilma here. B, we need to search around for more ink. We need to see if there's ink anywhere else in this town related to the Abernathys. It might not just be central to them, so we need to kind of figure out who else might be connected to this? And we need to search those areas for ink. Because the ink is the, 
the the connection here. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna need to let the rest of the the group know, and I think we've got ourselves the the, the next lead. All right. So I think we all meet up. Like, what you guys all meet up at the station at, at this point, or do you have anything more? And it's the library at Abernathy's house. Yes. Like the personal library in the study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, since I already established that my character doesn't have a phone. Uh, let's see, everybody was at Wilma's house, so... Just conference call. Well, we're at the police station, so, yeah, we're gonna use the phone to contact, uh, the sheriff. To let them know everything we've just found out, as well as the direction we should probably take. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you get everyone, so... Yeah, the conference call then. All right. So phone rings. Smith's phone's ringing. Yep. I answer. Sheriff, I think we've got some uh, information that's going to help with this investigation. What is it, Frank? Sheriff, I hope you're ready for this. But it turns out that the ink we found at Abernathy's library is Wilma. And... Mm -hmm. That ink, Bobbin, I'm pretty sure that uh, that's there because of some sort of strange ritual connected with those symbols we found on the bullets in uh, Charles's body. Uh, furthermore, See. the ink seems to be able to record the memories, and possibly even, I guess, maybe the souls of specific people. Uh, I solved the murder. Uh, Charles was killed by Wilma. Uh, she was angry at him because he was cutting the family out of the will. Uh, somebody let her know about this. They told her directly, but she doesn't remember, or at least the memory that we found, uh, doesn't remember who the rest of Wilma's memory may still be in the ink that's left over at the library. Uh, Warren and I are going to go and check that out. But, um, there is also a chance that there may be other members of the family or close friends of the family who uh, were approached by the same person that approached Wilma. Uh, and she was told uh, some instructions. She was told to buy a gun, draw that diagram we saw, put some of her blood on it, and then perform a ceremony. And I think that ceremony and all those things are connected with con- connecting the person to the ink. And if we find more ink, we might find more answers. I see. Yeah, oh, and she uh, stole the, the books too. Yeah. Uh, did the sheriff have this on speakerphone? Yeah. All right. Well, that lines up with what we found here because we found an email, basically informing her and listing what to do. So, corroborates what you're saying, Frank. So, I think our first, our first, uh, best. Decision is going to be let's gather up the rest of Wilma and see what it remembers. 
and then let's mm-hmm. try to find out if anybody else was approached. And if they were, we need to check their their homes as well for possible ink. Well, the first question is, where would we look for her? Well, uh, the rest of the rest of her is likely in the ink in the library at Abernathy's. We only took a small sample. Let's get the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Why would she have splattered all over the place? Because it wasn't. She wasn't like full like tune at that point. So. Yeah, but that could mean that somebody else was there when that when the shooting happened, and perhaps they tried to silence her. We'll know. We'll know more once we. Well, we've no, I think the, the point is the ink hadn't dried. Yeah, the ink hadn't dried. Wait, are you saying that someone shot Wilma? And that's why the ink's there, X? Or... Yeah, because I... cause she didn't say that she had started turning tune, and if she had enough strength to pull the trigger, I doubt that she was properly fully inked. I think that well... I think that she shot him and then was starting to transform, and then I think somebody else shot her. Or at very minimum, bludgeoned her in some manner. Because there's no body, there's just ink. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't find a body because, like, she's not dead, so... But she has ink form. Yeah, because she's still, like, as far as you can tell now, she's turning into a tune still, so that's just the stuff that was on her at the moment. I see. When she shot that splattered there. I'm sorry if I didn't make that. Mm-hmm. She was leaking because the ink hadn't dried, okay. essentially. Okay. So then that next, I guess that brings me to my next question, because if I go over these notes, did we, we didn't find any ink on the gun. Oh no, we didn't find a gun. That's right. We only found We didn't bullets. find a gun. We found bullets. Found bullets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Let me, let me just, okay. All right. So the next thing we should do then is try to determine where Wilma might have gone. What, what are her most frequent, frequented places? And if we can locate her. I know. Well, the ink. I know. I know. I'm going back to the ink. We might be able to determine where, where, which direction she went off after the shooting if we get more of the ink. Yeah. Well, yes, but again, where are we going to find the ink? Again, we didn't get all of the ink at the library. Let's get the rest of it from the library because that might give us a little more of her memory. Remember, we only got a small sample of it. If we get the rest of it, that could give us just enough information to determine which direction she ran off in. All right. Does any objections there, or may everyone meet up at back at the Abernathy house? Uh, no, no objections. I've got no uh, qualms. Um, what should we do about Bobbin, though, before we head off? Uh, Frank just stopped. Is there a radio there?